Coming up on episode 64 of The Unscrewed Mind, Rusty and I are taking a deeper dive look into the topic that our YouTube video is on this week, manifesting a change in others. We talk about how people you are at odds with are only that way because of you. We talk about how you should be grateful for your missed opportunities, the importance of maintaining a high vibration when the universe tests you, and we also discuss a new book that we are both reading at the same time, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I think I just learned something from you, Rusty. Yeah. In my limited perspective on <laughs> yard equipment, I was under the impression that all weed eaters that are gas-powered, you had to prime it. And then you had to like do this, like all these tricks, and then you had to pull on a cord to get it to start. Are you telling me that there's a push start op option out there for a weed eater? No, I'm saying I pull it one time and it started. Okay. So here, let me tell you my experience with my other weed eater. Okay. I'd have to flip it to level one mm. and press the primer button 10 times while I'm holding on to the trigger. Mm. And then at that 10 times it would kind of half start and then i'd have to flip it to to two and then pull it again and it would start and i'd have to hold the trigger down the whole time and after 10 seconds of it running as loud as it can i flip it to three and then i can use it is that awesome so, or what so when you have a professional piece of yard equipment uh-huh right yeah you pump the bulb just okay. a couple pumps right it mm -hmm. fills up with gas you can pull the, don't even use the choke. I okay. pull the trigger 10 times. I just click it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Mm -hmm. Boom. Running every time. <laughs> yeah, that has not been my experience for years. So when I got the electric one and just pulled it out of the garage and it started working right away, it was a dream come true. And yeah. I'm never going back. I'm never going back. Now, you know, I've got the electric blower and an electric um, pressure washer. Mm -hmm. But I've also got the gas version of both of those. Yeah. And the electric one is great for light jobs. Mm -hmm. But when you need to get down to some real business, <laughs> you need that power, you know? I'm with you. So. I'm with, I totally, <laughs> I totally get that. Hey, it's we like, the weed eater's great that you've got for trimming around the house, but you're not clearing mm -hmm. a field with it, you know? Uh, I don't have one yet. One day when I have a field, I'll get a real one again. Uh, right now, I no, no, just no. need it to go around the flower beds. No, they have electric ones that will clear that field. Okay. It's Father Day's, Father's Day's right around the corner. It's just, it's just like $1,000 is all you need, and it's yours. So, it's not ex so you're telling me it's cheap? I'm telling you it's free. <laughs> That's what I'm telling you. So uh -oh. we okay, just let's go. We just wrapped up We just wrapped up the uh our YouTube video this week, Rusty, and you went in on how we are how we manifest the attitude that others have towards us. And you told a really good story about how you were breaking this down to Blake and uh and during a break, he started to go into it a little bit more. And I wanted to save that for um, this podcast. So tell me how you helped Blake see the light on 
how she's creating an interaction with another person and not how that person is doing anything to her. Yeah. So did I, did I miss the mark there? No, I think it's right. I think that, um, you know, I've heard my daughter saying that, you know, she thinks this person, she's eight years old. She thinks this person may be jealous of her, which where does she get that idea? Uh, not from me, but maybe somebody else in the household, uh, yeah. you know, coming up with a reason why she could be having a problem. And so I've noticed that they are talking about this kind of a lot. Okay. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I even caught myself saying, well, how's that going or whatever? You know what I mean? I'm kind of yeah. talking to her about it. And I, so it's building more of it, less talking about it, just no matter how you look at it. Sure. And so I asked her, I said, do you think that the person started acting that way before or after you said it? And I'm like, do you understand what I mean? And she said, she sits there for a couple seconds and she's like, it was when we started talking about it is when they started acting that way. And so she is already understanding, you know, the stuff that we're, we, we talk about on our channel. And it's just so great because I wish so bad that I would have had that throughout my life. And know that I have the ability to change the way that things are instead of feeling out of control, but only in control of myself, but mm -hmm. I wasn't controlling my thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. You and know, I was having mental arguments. I was, uh, you know, I was the, uh, bullies bully sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, you think that you're doing something that has, some kind of power to it that you're going to, you know, you wish you would have said this to a person or, you know, you're running through all these mental events that you could have done. You could have, you could have tripped them and thrown down a flight of stairs or, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just all these yeah. terrible things. You're like, when they said this, I wish I would have said that, you know? And yeah. it's just, it really boils down to you're bringing the situation back into your life. And even if you don't, uh, you know, don't, if you don't talk to that person, it still could cost you huge. And it will bring another person into your life that acts similar to them. So mm -hmm. you really have to change your thoughts in order to change someone else. And that is, that was a hard pill to swallow a few years back. It really was because yeah. you're thinking, no, 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 no. This person did this when I was, when I was younger, this happened, you know, you there's all these excuses or limitations that you think of that could be the reason why that it is that way. So, you know, you could, I mean, how many people have you ran across 10 years difference in that person's life in your life and you feel like they're not the same person. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what you makes mean you, them, are you saying you feel like they haven't changed at all or you feel like they're a completely different person than the one you, you remember? Bo both actually. Okay. But 
is what I was saying is, is you see somebody and they act totally different in okay, so 10 years difference, is that, right? Is that because you think they should be 10 years different? I, you know, it, it's, a, it's a multitude of things. Yes. <laughs> you're not even thinking about them. You didn't think yeah. about that person for 10 years. I'm not talking about somebody that you stay in contact with. I'm saying somebody that you're, you've wiped the slate with them, right? Uh-huh. You don't ever think about them. You see them, boom. They think you're different. You think they're different. Boom, boom. Oh, uh, you're, you know what you're I'm making, saying? You're making a really big point here then. So if it's someone that's in your life and you see them constantly, they're showing up the same exact way you're imagining them. Whereas if you know someone and then they leave your life and they come back around 10 years later because you forgot about them, they're coming in like a, with a completely fresh, clean slate, and they can they can be anyone that they want. You've no longer locked them in place by how you feel about them. Oh yeah, my and, life is completely blown right now. And not only that, but you keep so many people in the same situation because you enjoy it. So oh, that's, let's that's say deep. let's say that you've got somebody, you know. Uh, whatever the situation is, they, they like a certain kind of vehicle and you like the opposite of that vehicle, uh-huh. right? Uh, Chevy Ford or Lamborghini, Ferrari, whatever you want to say. Right. Mm-hmm. And you just know that you love that type of vehicle and they think that it's no good. And you think that it's great. Well, guess what? It is a custom tailored situation for you because you enjoy it. And you keep bringing it back. The person could switch to the other side if that's what you wanted, but you don't want it. You want mm. the you want the disagreement. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm not yeah. saying maybe maybe they don't change to a different vehicle, but they start accepting that they like that that you like that vehicle, and they think that it's great too. But so many mm-hmm. people want to argue about things, especially in today's date. People want to debate things that have nothing to do with their life. I mean, seriously, it's like the favorite yeah. pastime of America is to argue about something that they don't even know anything about or even care about. They just know that the person is this way and they are this way and they're being told this. And so that's what it is. But what the question is, Uh the question is, and we have a little bit of a inside goal that we're working on Uh that we will release later on. Is it because I am creating that feeling about my current reality? Right, right. Yeah. We're definitely going to get to the bottom of that in the next 30 days. Um, one thing that I thought that you bring up that I thought was really important is kind of this, um, well, you didn't bring it up, but this is what I was thinking when you were talking about it. Um, what you point out in others or what you find annoying about other people or what you hate or what you can't stand shines a light in a dark place, uh, in who you are or what you're about or, um, you know, the issues that you have. So, you know, we've, we've talked before about how everyone's a mirror and all it does is kind of point back at you the issues that you have. 
So I think, um, you know, manifesting more of the same type of people is almost manifesting the, the physical form of an issue you have inside yourself that you haven't worked out yet. And, um, I think people are kind of stuck in that loop and, and it just runs on repeat and it's hard to break that cycle. Yeah. Well, think about this too. Everything that you want is instantly created when you create it, right? Yeah. And yeah. everything that you don't want is also instantly created when you create it in your mind. So mm-hmm. as things are moving into your vision or our perceived real reality, as we call it, you know, the physical reality, um, you have a lot of that negative process or negative thought towards that person that you got to overcome. And really it's forgiving yourself for those thoughts too. Mm -hmm. Because if you start thinking, man, I wish so bad that I wouldn't have behaved like this and that things were this way. The thing is, is that is a moment of reflection that cannot be replaced with anything else. How many times have you heard somebody say that you can't tell a teenager what to do? Uh, yeah, lots of times. Right. So yeah. uh, teenagers don't listen. You know, you can't tell them, you know, everything. Or you've heard somebody say when I was in my early 20s or a late teenager, I knew everything. Right. Yeah. So the thing is, is that is a one self-creation of the problem because you're thinking of the teenager acting like that, of course, because we've heard it so many times over and over again, right? So rebellious stage. But then if you look at the content that people are consuming, you will see a lot of people acting in this manner. Mm -hmm. So there's programming going on. There's your thought process about a certain age group, all of that kind of stuff going on in your mind. And you're wondering how this person is acting like that. Well, it's a creation of your own and you're programmed. So you have to re undo that programming. And then you have to reflect back on that time and be so thankful and grateful for it. This is something that has really lit up with me in the last couple of months is being grateful for events that were not positive. And that what I mean by that is I was so programmed or so just determined to be right about things in certain situations that I was killing myself and didn't even know it. But Mm -hmm. then when I look back on it, I'm so thankful for that contrast because what if I was still living like that today? Ugh, no one, no one wants that version of Rusty back. Nobody wants that version (laughs) of Rusty back. And hey, and check, and you know, we talked, was it this week or last week? You know, I was, I've been kind of down in the dumps because an opportunity that I really wanted wasn't happening for me. And, you know, I couldn't figure out why other people in my life were getting the same opportunity. So I knew my manifestation was close. And then we find out about, um, you know, some events that transpired that made it Oh yeah. The worst option for me. And it would have been, <laughs> would have been great in the moment, but short lived. And then, uh, life would be, I don't know if it would be worse, but it, it wouldn't be the same as it is now. Maybe that's better. I don't know. But t- 
turns out that the opportunity was not going to be the best opportunity for me at the time. And I had told a guy at the gym that I was working out um, weeks ago that I had this opportunity. It was looking good. And I was really excited. He's like, Hey man, that's awesome. And then he asked me about it and I told him it didn't work out. And at that moment I looked him in the eye and I said, it's okay though, because things don't happen to me. They happen for me. And then two weeks later, you let me in on why it didn't happen. And then I told this guy that same story and he was like, Hey, you said that things always work out for you. And this is proof of it. And you know, it's just, it's absolute. It's absolute. The thing about it is, is the test of the universe is, uh, you know, one of the, the things that happens. And if you can't control your feeling, during that test, then you're going to start creating the things that you don't like. Mm-hmm. But if you kind of just breeze through it and just know that it's working out exactly how it should, then it just turns out to be so good. It really does. Yeah. And once I, and honestly, once I let go of some of the negativity I was holding about being stuck in the same situation I was in, the amount of good stuff that's been coming my way, Rusty, is is unbelievable. It's like a block was removed. And yeah. um, yeah, I haven't had a chance to tell you about any of it because we've, we've been so busy the last few weeks, but um, it's pretty crazy. One last thing about this. You and I are talking about uh, or reading the same book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Mm-hmm. And it talks a lot about how your reaction to things is less about your thoughts and more about a memorized release of chemicals inside the body. Right. And I related this to, to uh, Carrie and I were talking about this, and I told her that the reason why I don't like our dog, Juice, has nothing to do with how I think about him, but it has more to do with how I've memorized this response to the dog whenever I see him. So I see the dog, and I'm like, ugh, I don't like the dog. And then my body charges up, and it's like, we don't like this dog. Wait, and it's our t- wait, dog lovers out there, please forgive Matt for not loving his dog. So it, it that right releases now. all this energy and it's like, hey, <laughs> this is what it feels like to not like the dog. And then my brain's like reinforcing that because we're getting all these chemicals that are saying we don't like the dog. Yeah. And because of this book, I've started to reprogram myself. And once I feel my body start to get a little bit out of control, I just calm myself and I say, Hey, I do like the dog. And I've, I've like, I've broken this chain of this chain reaction uh, that's out of control. And I wonder if when you're manifesting the same reaction out of people, if part of what you're experiencing is that kind of chemical release that you get every time you see that person that's been learned and it's become a habit that your body has memorized to make it easier on you to go through your daily life. Is that, does that make no, sense? Is that yeah. too deep or? No, you know, the, the craziest thing is about the book and I haven't told you this, but, um, about mo- a month ago, I, I wanted to, I, I started thinking that I wanted something that was more in depth, something that explains things on a deeper level. And I wanted to start learning about quantum. I'm not even kidding you. I promise you. Yeah. 
And it's so crazy that you recommend the book to me that you're reading and it's about quantum physics, something I really knew um, not that much about prior. And, you know, I'd looked into quantum computing, um, you know, a few of the different quantum internet things that are going on. And it's just, it was the perfect book at the perfect time. And I'm so excited reading it. And, you know, it's a really engaging book and it doesn't really bore, you know, you, sometimes you'll get a book and you're just like, it's boring. It, it says the same things repetitively and that kind of thing. Yeah. And the explanation of it and just uh, when you're looking for the answer for something, you're going to find it. And we've talked about this in, in the past. And it's just so crazy that sometimes somebody else has done the work or rather the universe has already done the work because is is the book available because you want the information or is the book available because the other person wanted the information? That's what you have to ask yourself and things are brought to you based on it, but the universe knows or God knows that mm -hmm. you're not going to specifically research that yourself, go to school for it or, you know, go down the path of life, maybe not school, but go down the path of life that's going to create that information for you. But we can just read a book and learn that information for ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. The quantum so, physics part is really interesting. Oh yeah. It's great. It really is. Yep. I think what's helped me understand how easy it is to manifest something is where he's talking about how an atom is made is 99% energy and 1% matter. We're the same because we're made up of atoms, right? So we're 99% energy, 1% matter. And atoms will phase in and out of reality based on them being observed. If you can imagine, if you use the energy in your body to imagine something and you can see it, you can, you can fade. Like, why can't you phase it into your reality? Why can't you right. make it pop up? from whatever dimension it's in right now into yours. I don't see why you can't. And it and it's so obvious that the everything, I mean, you know, it just makes so much sense how everything is energy. Your thought is an, is energy. Your brain gives off electrical brain waves. I mean, everything is energy, period. And so to think that you can't have something is the limitation in itself that's blocking it and the words that you say are manifestations of your thought. And when you speak something, you're giving it life immediately into your life because yeah. when you speak it, you hear it. When you hear it, you think it, and it's just a repetitiveness. Then that's how we get into these echo chambers. And that's how we keep listening to the same things over and over again. And you're pulled into it because it's a, it's a uh, energy that you're drawn towards. So if you read or study the same things, or if you read or study good or bad, you're going to create those things into your life. And when you're talking to people about this information and it's somebody that knows nothing about it and you start talking to them and if they look like, 
that they don't know what you're talking about or resonate with what you're talking about, then they're just not ready to hear it versus somebody that is ready to hear it. You know, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And it's just yeah. so incredible to see the difference. But most of the people that I've talked to in the last couple of years are not only ready to hear it, but they're excited. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Unscrewed Mind. Now, if you heard something that you know someone else needs to hear, share the show. If something in this episode gave you an aha moment, give us a review. And if you haven't been to our YouTube or our Instagram or our TikTok account, check us out. We are everywhere at The Unscrewed Mind. Now... Go out and do something great today.